Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 41 and I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What up, what up? 41, 41 and we're in the lab two weeks Less than two weeks in the last episode. It's a miracle. We're getting on a streak. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I, I wanted to take a quick opportunity right now, and I, I think I owe our, our listeners an apology. Our, our last episode, uh, we had sort of uh, technical difficulties with our audio, um, and it, the technical difficulty was me. <laughs> I, wow. Yeah. I, I, it was our we, first time. We were using a, a, a new software. We, we had um, talked about using Zoom. And we ended up using a new software, and unfortunately, what I basically forgot to do is turn on the mics. Um, so we ended up all everything's funneled through my computer. And I had some people ask me, you know, hey Ben, what was up? Were you guys like on a long distance phone people call? People ask you really? Oh yeah, I had I had somebody ask me. I... And it, it's cool. I mean, I get it. It it you know we we had we've had good audio. I mean, all of our most everybody's of, a sound engineer now. What's going on? Most of our episodes sound good, and then this one. So I get it, man. I, I feel really bad. It's about like just it. thinking podcast. I mean, it sounds terrible all the, <laughs> for the, all the time. Yeah, but they, those guys. I mean, they uh, they they do podcasts for three hours. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, but now they don't do them. They do maybe like four a year or five a year. Yeah, they don't. They don't do many of them. I, I read on the Twitter that uh, Daryl is going to be the chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys. I, I saw that too. I was like, wow. That was pretty cool, man. That's that was really cool. cool. Yeah, he also uh, he was also tweeting today about asking, because uh, I guess Elon, I guess the deal went through with Twitter. Oh, wow. And uh, so he was, uh, he was, uh, he was oh, like, man, I wish I could get his you know, professional check profe- mark. Yeah, the, blue one. yeah the, the, the business or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, certified or whatever they call it. And uh, so I, I commented on it. I go, Elon, hey, what's up, man? Can we get this, please? Because <laughs> I'm like, it's Daryl, man. He's legit. Did he know? respond or? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked. Elon hasn't probably got back not. To you. Probably yeah. not. But yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, he's got bigger, bigger fish to fry. But uh, I think that's pretty cool. I, yeah. I think it's neat. Well, I, you know, I love the Dallas Cowboys, and then you have the chat. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a big deal. He's gonna give a, you know, he'll probably give a gospel, give a gospel message. message. Yeah, he said pray about it. So, uh, so we definitely pray about that. That's pretty cool. See some Cowboys in heaven. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> play. We can play catch. <laughs> We got yeah. to play catch when we went down there, man. That was pretty fun with your cousin. We did. Uh, we got to see. Well, we went to the uh, what is that? The practice facility. Or, yep. And so That's legit. And you guys, you Frisco. And, yeah, I got a picture of you and Kate. You guys were. Oh, yeah, we were battling you know, over there, lining up, rushing the line. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, we had a we had a good time down in Dallas. I see your cousin responded to our uh, Instagram post there. From uh, he said, uh, "Buckies." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was fun. So when we went to Dallas, uh, we had the opportunity to go to. Uh, it's a convenience store. So here in here in Phoenix, we have you know QTs is our our little convenience store with a gas station. But over in 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 uh, Texas, I guess is is Bucky's is the is the big one there, and it, it's like a it's like a Walmart. You walk in and it's huge. It's a cult, Ben. It's a, it's a following. <laughs> I think it's in several states, right? But it's in Texas by the Texas Speedway is the one we went to. Yeah, yeah, and. and you know what? It's funny because I go on Twitter or I'm not Twitter, uh, Instagram, and I see pictures of people and when they pass through Texas and they're always showing their Bucky shirts. We should have bought one, bro. I should have bought one. You can still buy them. I think you can buy them online. But you know, when you buy it there, it's just something, you know what Yeah, I mean? because you bought it there. Yeah. But but we've been there, so we can say, this you know. This is true. There, so, it's like know. buying the Sun's Team Shop. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's something special. But you know what? At the Team Shop, I think like, man, they, they jack the prices up. Yeah, I mean, bit, you go online bit. and I think you get the better deals online yeah. and you go there and they jack it up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, some of my opinion. sponsors will tell you where you can get a better deal at, but I'm not going to even say it because they're not sponsors. <laughs> that's right, right. That's right. This could this space could be yours. Yes, this space could be <laughs> for the price of a camera, fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, Bucky. And to say Bucky's is like Walmart, though, is kind of to downgrade Bucky. That's because true. That they is do true. have that pool port. It's it's classy. It's clean. Uh, you can you know you can go to the bathroom there, and there's plenty of private stalls that are very clean. Where Walmart. I wouldn't go to the bathroom in there. It's like going camping. You know what I mean? Like big hole in the ground. Well, and when you say private, it's very private. I mean, it's a full wall. It's not a stall. Yeah. It's a, it's like a room. You you're, can't see feet. You're literally in a room. Yeah. And they're clean. Um, you know, what's cool is they, I, I, you know, when I was walking around Bucky's, I, I found a, a full case of uh, different uh, beef jerkies. So, you know, you, you go to like a, a bakery and you have the, the case of donuts and pastries, but they had a full case of different flavored beef jerkies. I'm like, Dude, I'm in heaven. This is awesome. Bucky's knows how to do it. They do a good job. They had brisket, pulled, pulled pork, brisket pulled, sandwiches. Yeah, brisket I mean, fresh. Sandwich. Yeah, cut the brisket right there. Oh, man. They, I think Nate turned that on to Rebecca, you know, when Rebecca went to go see him. And then we went and I was like, 
I think we went twice, right? Uh, we did stop a couple. What times. What were we looking for? We just it was like eleven o'clock. Well, the at first night. time, so my so my cousin uh, Beatrice, she had mentioned. I think when we were talking to them, she had mentioned that the bathrooms were. Late. She's like, you got to go to the bathroom. She she's funny because she's like, you can you can almost lick the toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, ooh, <laughs> I don't know, easy, easy. Yeah. Is that a metaphor or but, <laughs> our literal? But I so I think that piqued the curiosity. So I think the first time we went, we went just to look at the bathrooms. <laughs> but uh, but I don't the, even have to go. But I'm gonna go right. But the second time, I think we ended up going and uh, we were trying to get some snacks or something or whatever. But uh, yeah, and they got. I mean, they got a variety of everything for, for food, but then they have like, there's clothing and like gifts and like, I mean, it's a pretty big store. About buckles and yeah. grills, yeah, fire pits. Like fishing stuff. It's like twice the size of QT, you would say? Was that, is that a fair uh, assessment? Maybe even bigger. Maybe three? Maybe three QTs put together. And if you looked at all the gas pumps, man, there was, oh, yeah. and they don't let truckers in there. So that you, if you're a trucker, sorry. You can't go to Bucky's. Well, then you, you wouldn't. Then you wouldn't have clean bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that would negate that quick. Oh man! You know those guys don't eat the best diet in the world. You know what I mean, right? And that's their only bathroom. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so. probably what keeps it clean, Ben. <laughs> Sorry for those of you that are trucking. I apologize. <laughs> Listening to but the you, podcast while trucking. But you know I'm not wrong. No lies detected on that. No fact. Fact checking is true. But uh, yeah, so Bucky's was fun, uh, and and they I guess that's the that's the big one over in Texas, and then you go to like uh, Iowa, which my son, you know, he was next he was week going to school for out me, there. man. Yeah, you'll be there. Uh, you'll notice that they have gas stations on every corner, and so their their big gas station is Casey's, and they've got one called Come and Go, and they've got uh, I think they might even have QTs there, but they've got gas stations on every corner. And and the big thing there is you got to get pizza at Casey's, and and I tried the I tried the pizza at Casey's, it, it was okay. It's the is equi- it we're cheating for? You know what I mean? Right. Well, I don't think so. Okay. Right. I don't think so. Good. Good. It's average pizza. I mean, it was good. I mean, it was. Well, I was looking through your Instagram, and that's where bad. I saw the photos of you in the gas stations. Yeah. Yeah, and now that's because it's the first thing you get there, and, and, and Iowans are very proud of their gas stations. <laughs> I thought it was cool, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It, it was fun going to the different gas stations. Casey's was uh, the the best one by far, I think. Uh, they had they had different varieties of pizza. They had breakfast pizzas. They had and then in the morning too, you can get like breakfast sandwiches and stuff there too. So they had some cool varieties of things too. But nothing, nothing compares to Bucky's, dude. Bucky's is so that's, they weren't on Blood Bucky's point. No, I, I, yeah, no, not even close. I mean, they're not the size wise everything. I mean, well, the, I think you put a picture right in the abundant life of us at Bucky's. Yeah, I think I did. And the Buddha Bucky's because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little butts on yeah, Bucky's. the little Bucky guy. Oh, I put that. I posted that for a National Taco Tuesday. Which is funny because this this year uh, Taco National Taco Day was actually on Tuesday. Last year it was on Monday. I don't know who. That's whack. It was at the White House. Didn't. And did you have a taco yesterday, Ben, or no? I did not. And me neither. I did not have a taco yesterday. No. Unfortunately, my friend wanted to go to uh, Cafe Rio for Taco Tuesday, but we ended up going to uh, B Dubs and get some wings and stuff. So. Yeah, I had like five fries of his, but yeah. I wanted to eat more chicken, uh, chicken salad and quinoa. I was, yeah. I was tempted. <laughs> I was too, but mm. Jaden wanted it. Jaden was hinting it because we had a, he had a soccer game, and Jaden, you know, he, he wanted tacos after the game. He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, we're gonna go get some tacos, Taco Tuesday, and I'm like, I'm like, sorry, son, uh, mom already made dinner. He asked again, but can we can we go get tacos? I said, no, <laughs> we can, but mom, we're not. Mom made dinner. <laughs> and Rebecca made dinner last night before we went to the game, so you know, yeah. It was, I forget, we was, I don't even remember what we had yesterday. Oh, it was like kind of a taco salad without the taco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Better lettuce. And I did have about 10 corn tortilla chips, so I'll be honest. Well, I did, I did watch, I was, I was flipping through some Instagram um, uh, reels a few minutes ago, and I came across this guy, and he was cooking up uh, uh, tacos. He was making uh, al pastor meat. And uh, I sent it to uh, Diane. I said, yeah, we're, we, we need to make this. So I'm probably going to try to make, you know, tacos al pastor for the first time. Never, never made those. Uh, the, the recipe with the per- pina on the top or what? Yeah, you put some pineapple on that. It drips. Little, but see, I don't have a, I don't have a thrumple, bro. So it's probably just how gonna- much are those? Bro? Maybe Craigslist. We can. Put- <laughs> we have another fun camera. <laughs> we can do a, a manual crank one. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we're gonna, we're gonna have to just throw them in the oven or maybe in the Traeger. I can throw it out in the smoker and see how that comes out. But I want to put some pineapple and let it. Glaze it. Mm. Mm. Bro, it's my favorite. God's natural sugar right there. Mm. Fruit. Yes, absolutely. Mm. 100%. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, let's get into some content here. I'm getting hungry now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Apologize. Um, before we get into the content, I just want to quickly mention we are still uh, trying to raise some money for a camera. Uh, we would love to replace our 
uh, what we use now is uh, basically my iPhone or your iPhone, whichever one we put up first. And uh, we just want to make sure uh, we get better video for our YouTube uh, viewers and subscribers. We're trying to grow our YouTube channel and, and we'd like to just uh, uh, look a little more professional, look a little bit better. And, and I don't know if it's going to help the, you know, have a thinner the, the radio. I don't think it's going to help the radio face much, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we're looking for if, 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 you know, if it's something you can, uh, you can do, we would, lo- we would love it. Uh, we, we would gladly accept your donation. Yes. Uh, but if not, uh, would you pray about it? Uh, and if anything, would you just pray for us? Uh, that's, that's, some, that's the most important thing. Prayer is very powerful and, uh, we would covet your prayers, uh, for, for this, for this ministry, mo- mostly for just for the podcast going out, uh, in various parts of the world. That's, that's the prayer. And that, you know, people would you know be blessed by it or, or be saved as a result of, of hearing one of these uh, podcast episodes. And what do we have? A thousand downloads last month. Praise God for that. Yeah, our, our downloads are going up uh, uh, every month, which is really cool. We're, we're reaching more places uh, throughout uh, different countries. Yeah, different countries. And uh, so we're very thankful. We're, we're, we're blessed. We, we pray tonight and we were just we're thanking God and, and, and um, thanking that thanking him that he's uh, just using us. He's, he's letting us be part of his. Uh, his great commission and his, uh, his his global plan. I mean, this is this is really cool to be part of his um, his big mission. So uh, we're thankful for that. So we're going to go ahead and get into our uh, our our podcast episode today, which we titled "How to Get on Fire for Jesus." Amen. And, and uh, we need uh, we need Jeff Gracious in the back to uh, to give us an amen. Cue the gracious. Amen. <laughs> Cue the mascot. <laughs> and uh, so so we're going to be talking about. Getting your passion for Jesus, and and maybe and maybe you're backslidden, uh, maybe you are just complacent. Um, but our intent is to put some gas in your tank so that you can get back on fire for Jesus. And so, uh, Sasa, would you kick us off today with our key verses, and uh, we'll get into the content. Let's do it. Uh, Titus chapter two, verses eleven through fourteen. Uh, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly righteously and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, Mm. who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Uh, Ben, before I get into Webster's, which we always do here, I have two Webster's uh, things lined up today. Um, but I was, there's a pastor named Mike Ray. He's one of my favorite pastors. I think I told you that's how I got to stay in the fight. Cause he put, Hey, Sapo. And then he changed it to Sasso <laughs> and uh, he did a bad job of it. I could still see it. Uh, but I liked him as a, as a, he's a good, great preacher. And he talked a message about encouragement and he was at this big national conference, right? Where we had other churches and we got to go one of these days. Uh, my cousin Cisco listens to the podcast and he's gone with me and we had a great time. But he was giving this message, and he was saying that his intent. He was talking about when he uh, went to the with the teens to the go karts, and he said he was doing the go kart, and uh, some kid rammed him from the back. Oh wow! But when he rammed him, he knocked the governor off. Oh, and then he was just. He said he was zipping through traffic until his car caught on fire. Oh wow! He was going that fast, and he said his intent was in that conference with that message, and our intent for this podcast is to knock the governor off of us Amen. as Christians Amen. and get us back on fire. And not that your engine burns up, but that you can, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can accelerate. Every, uh, every illustration falls off at some point. You know? Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. you, you burn out. So, uh, so we, we're, that's what we're hoping for today. So in Webster's renewed, uh, that it says renewed part, participle, participle, sorry, passive, made new again, repaired, reestablished, repeated, revived, renovated, Regenerated, oh, yeah. And man, we recently had a missions conference, um, and our speaker was Mike Reddick. And I never heard Mike Reddick preach before. Excellent, excellent speaker. Wow, excellent speaker. Amazing, yeah. right? He was good stuff. Yes. And he opened these, the conference on Sunday with these verses that we just read. Yeah. And a powerful message to to get us going again. Um, he came out with both guns blazing. Yes. Second Amendment, um, boom, he was coming out. Um, <laughs> and he had plenty of excitement. You know, our yeah. church is a little bit conservative. And I think there was, he was, there, there should have been like a, a amen signs in our church. Like they have applause. <laughs> applause, yeah. Yeah, applause. <laughs> but there, it was like, he said, God's grace is amazing. And then silence. You know, not even he would, Jeff. And he would repeat and he was like, it. He would repeat it. Yeah. yeah. One more time. God's <laughs> grace is amazing. And then it's quiet. Can and, I get an amen? And then finally we, we went out. Um, so we were not as maybe responsive with the amens like he was hoping we would be because we're pretty conservative, but there's a lot of opportunities for us to share our voice and be loud and yeah. 
and we finally at the end of the week even jesse was saying things you know so jesse was into it and yeah perhaps yeah. maybe before um but my heart was stirred with this message on these verses yeah. and um yeah. we talked about this together we thought hey man, this is gonna be a great podcast and i think it is gonna be a great podcast uh, but he was trying to get us to answer the call and renew and, re- and revive our love for God. Um, and we were challenged to be amazed at God's amazing grace and propelled to action because of it. And sometimes we sing that song, Amazing Grace. Mm. And that, if you go to the context of that song and how it was written, um, it means something to you. And when you think about God's grace and you sing that song, it should mean something to you. Right. Um, how sweet the sound um, of Amazing Grace. So what is grace? We had a podcast on this already. Uh, not going to go too deep into it, but it's appropriately the free, unmerited love and favor of God, uh, the spring and source of all the benefits men receive from him. That's just Webster's grace. So in Romans eleven six, it says, and if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, yeah. grace is no more grace. Right. But if be it works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. So not a great big mystery here, right? We, lo- we know salvation is an act of, an act of grace from God. And it is from his deep well of favor towards us, his children, um, and to mankind, even those that are not saved, right? He reigns on the just and the unjust. Amen. Um, And love that he has for mankind, that he would send his son to die for all of us, right? Not just a select few, but all of us. It cost us nothing, but to him it came at a great price. Um, Romans chapter 5, verse 2, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we we, we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Uh, so it's a line that it's not privy to any particular people, but it's open to all of us. We all have access to this grace. Um, and then he says, after salvation, which appeared to all men, we after salvation appeared to all men, we get his grace to help us live the Christian life. So we go from that justification to the sanctification aspect of the Christian Christian walk. Um, and R- Romans 5, 5.20 says, moreover, the law entered that the, uh, the fence might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more Amen. abound. Um, and Ben, nobody's going to argue with us that this, this world is, is sin-laden, right? It's full of bad things, and um, you see people randomly punch people for no reason. Just yeah. I don't, I, It doesn't even make sense. Old people, elderly people are getting assaulted, and sometimes they're not even robbed. They're just punched for, for no good reason. It's, it's, it's a wicked place. Um, and you don't have to go far. You don't have to go long to find out um, their sin, right? Right. I remember like Friday night we had, uh, I was going to go to work trip in San Antonio on Saturday morning and we did Freedom That Last and we talked about, you know, how to win the inner war. We were going through that book at that time and uh, I had a flight early the next morning to go to San Antonio. And uh, so I got to San Antonio and uh, I got to my hotel and a friend that I used, that I worked with, he worked in San Antonio, worked in Phoenix. He hit me up and said, hey bro, I'd like to get together and take you out, you know, for steak dinner. I'm like, all right, cool. Bro, but my, my flesh, I, I get off the plane, I hadn't eaten all day, so I had Popeyes already. Um, so I went to the steak dinner, but I just had like a tea and, you know, french fries, whatever, something not good for me. And uh, he said, hey, man, we have plans. He wanted to go to this, uh, I don't think you'd call it a gentleman's club, but one of those establishments. Right, right, right. Like, no, nah, bro, it's, you know, I, I don't do that stuff, whatever. Um, he's like, your wife ain't here. When's she coming? I go, well, she's coming tomorrow. I was like, see, well, you're, you're good. And I'm like, no, I, you know, I'm not going to go. And so he's like, well, come over to my house. I came over to his house. And then he was asking me, hey, there's this, you know, this game that I think you would like. But how Christian are you? Is what he asked me. And like, bro, I wasn't even 12 hours away from Freedom at Last. And the temptation of sin wow. uh, was found in San Antonio, Texas. Wow. Um, and that's, although sin is abundant, right? And although I was getting back into sin and do things that um, I should not do. And it abounds in this world. But God's grace abounds that much more. Yes. Um, although it may seem as though we have no hope against sin or falling into temptation, this verse tells us a different story as grace abounds more than the sin in this world. And I always think of the verse that he says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Amen to that. And uh, yeah, you, you're right. You don't have to, you don't have to look far to, I mean, even just flipping through some reels a while ago and you see just little dumb things that people do, whether it's um, you know, kind of a violent thing or, you know, people are filming somebody that gets hit by a car or something. It's like, what are you doing filming somebody getting hit by a car? Why don't you go help them out or filming, you know, somebody drowning in a, in the hurricane or something, you know, it's like, go, go, go help them. Uh, you That's just, you society, just, right? you just see this wickedness. I saw a, a video from, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis and talking about how there's, you know, looters. And it's like, why are you taking advantage of, of the situation of, of a hurricane? Like you're looting and, and why things like, were not bad enough. Right? Yeah. Like, come on, man. People are like suffering and businesses and everything is, you know, is down there and you're here, you're looting. Like, 
knock it off, bro. What are you doing? But yeah, you, you don't have to go far to, to, so to see this. It's crazy. Um, but being on fire for Jesus, it starts at salvation. Amen. And it's it, it, salvation uh, was only possible because we, we not only have a, a just God who cannot overlook sin, but we also have a loving God who looked at his creation with, with love and compassion. And he made the ultimate sacrifice to make it possible for mankind to be brought back into a relationship with God. And so Second Peter 3, 9, uh, we read that uh, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Mm, and I'm amen. so thankful for the truths in this verse. Amen. I'm thankful for God's patience. Uh, I got saved a little later in life. And if God had didn't have patience and, and sent Jesus back before I got saved, uh, who knows you know, whether I would have ever received Jesus as Savior or not. And so I'm, I'm so thankful that uh, God is patient. God is patient with me even today, knowing that uh, I would I would continue to sin after I got saved. I'm so thankful for for his patience. And in a book uh, I recently read for uh, Freedom at Last, um, it's a book that we're going through actually right now. Uh, it was talking about deism and how the deists believe that you know God created everything, but but then is no longer really interested mm. in creation. And you know, in, in other words, uh, they would say that you know God is the the clockmaker, and and he winds the clock and then he just lets it go. He's not he's not interactive with it after that. Um, but can I tell you, God is ever present in the affairs of men today. Amen. And it's God's grace uh, that, that sacrificed the first animal in Genesis. In fact, I just talked about this in, uh, um, in uh, I went down to Vision and I did the chapel oh, the message chapel. down there. Yeah, mm-hmm. to talk, just talked about this. Um, but he sacrificed the first animal in Genesis to cover Adam and Eve and, and their sin. And it's God who commanded Israel to sacrifice animals to cover their sin. And ultimately, it was those animals that represented and pointed mm. to Jesus, who was the ultimate Amen. sacrifice. You know, the gospel of Jesus never gets old. Uh, the world needs to hear the gospel of Jesus so, so they can know that the, the grace of God, um, the, the, the believer must always reflect on this story because it's this gospel. It, it's, it's truly the fuel that we need. Uh, to be on fire mm. for Jesus. There's a uh, there's a Christian song that I like. Um, it's a contemporary Christian song, but he talks about the the daily gospel, and we need that daily gospel every day. We need to be uh, just our, our minds thinking on that because that should be our our motivation. I'm going to get into a little bit more about that here in just a second. Um, so so what what I want to do, Christian, is I want to challenge you to just sit and reflect on the gospel and your salvation. Think about where you would be without it. Think about your eternal destination without it. And then think of how blessed you truly are, how how you have a relationship with the king of kings. Mm, Amen. So on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to we're going to continue the conversation about um, the topic of being on fire for Jesus. So we will be right back. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasso's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. And we're back. So, so what I want to talk about now is, is um, a Christian's why. You know, so I've, I've, been to, I've been to a bunch of you know, business conferences. Uh, I've read some books. I've heard podcasts, 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 that sounds funny, <laughs> podcasts, blog, I've read blogs, um, in, in a lot of, a lot of these, uh, uh, businesses, you know, or, or business conferences talk about your, your why, your quote unquote why. And the why is simply implying, you know, what motivates you to keep going every day, you know, especially when things are not going right and, you know, everything appears to be failing and you, and you basically want to quit. So, so what they found is in, in the business world is that, is that money is typically not people's motivation for leading a business. Um, leading a business can be very, very tough, and I know this from from experience. And honestly, I, I could I could make the same amount of money, or or, or maybe even more, working working somewhere else. Uh, and therefore, money is is not necessarily a, a driving factor uh, for me. Uh, it's it's time. 
and, and I get to, I, you know, I get to attend all my kids school events and sporting events and, and I get to spend extra time with my wife every day. You know, we get to have lunch together and, and I love what I do because I'm afforded the luxury of having the flexibility of my time. But, but the Christian walk is similar in the fact that, that it's hard. Uh, you know, we, we need motivation in those valleys of life where we you know, we have a sense of hopelessness or brokenness. Uh, you, 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 maybe it's just tiredness or fatigue, or maybe it's burnout or, uh, you know, maybe you're just in a, in a place of complacency, uh, or, or you simply just lack motivation. Um, you know, maybe there's days where you just, you just don't want to do this Christian thing anymore. You know, I know there's mornings I get up on Sunday and I'm just like, oh, do I got to go to church today? I mean, these are real things. Can I go to Sunday school? Right. <laughs> no Sunday church. School. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's at 11. <laughs> I know, right. We'll just skip the, skip skip the morning skip service. Church. Yeah, skip good. right over. Um, but there's going to be difficult days ahead for every Christian, and even more so now. I mean, you look at the world around, and, and there's there's just there's a lot of uh, things going on in this world, and, and it gives you this uh, sense of hopelessness. I mean, I man, I just go through Twitter just for about five ten minutes or YouTube, and you see it, just all these videos, these negative videos going around about you know wars, rumors of wars. You see natural destructions. I mean, there's just all of these things going around, and it just seems like we're, it's just it's just hopeless. And so, so so for a Christian. Their, their why, their quote unquote why is the gospel. Mm, and, and we see, we see the why in our key verses. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back on those key verses, which is Titus 2, 11 to 14. It says, and I want you guys to, to look for these, uh, for these, for the why in here. There's, there's actually a couple different spots in here. It says for the grace of God. There's your first why right there. The grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation. There's another, there's another why bringing salvation to salvation. For all people training us, so the south, the 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 why motivates us to do something. What does it do? It's, it's to training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives. So that's what it drives us to do in the in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. There's another why. Amen. Uh, who gave Himself for us? And here's another why to redeem us from all lawlessness. And to purify for himself a people for his own possession. And here's another uh, thing that the why drives us to do is who are zealous for good works. And so the gospel of Jesus should motivate and fuel us to do good works, to live self-controlled, God-honoring lives, to renounce all ungodliness, worldly passions, and desires. Second Corinthians 5, 14 through 15 says, for the love of Christ controls us, mm. but we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he died for all, that those who might live no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. So again, you, you can see the why in these, verse, in these verses as well. And we, and we always, you know, we have, we have the strength of God with the Holy Spirit indwelling us, but our, but our mindset is not always where it needs to be. We tend to, we tend to let our feelings guide us. And, and, but, but the reality is that our, our heart is, is deceitful and our, and our feelings can be deceiving you. You see this on, on Disney, you know, follow your heart, you know, you know follow your passions, <laughs> follow your heart. Hey, don't follow your heart. Your, your heart's deceitful. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is why, you know, we're told in the scriptures to renew our minds uh, so that we can place our hope and our trust on the truth of God's word and not on our hearts and our minds and things that we think and things that we feel. Uh, we read this in Romans 12, 2, which says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And then we read in Ephesians four twenty through 23, but that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth in Jesus to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt th- uh, through deceitful desires. See, we're, we're corrupt. Our hearts are corrupt mm. and to be renewed in our in the spirit of your mind. So again, we see that renewal of your mind and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So renewing mm. your mind with God's word is so crucial to the Christian walk. I mean, that's sadly where a lot of Christians fail is that you, you as you talk to more and more Christians that they, they're not in the word right. every day. It's a um, selective thing and not much, not something that's a requirement for the daily, a daily requirement much more. If I have time, I fit it in as opposed to I make time to fit it in because it's important. Um, and how else, I mean, if you're bombarded with, you know what I mean? The, the world, you, 
and you have no you have no no hope no chance of having a successful day. Well, it's it's, God's it, word. it's interesting, you know. I you and I both have taught uh, first to third grade Sunday school, so you know these little guys. You not my best moment, Ben, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know these guys. These little guys, they don't have uh, attention span for more than you know maybe five ten minutes, fifteen tops. I mean, maybe you'll, you're lucky. I was pushing it, yeah. But you know what? Adults are the same. You know why? I mean, we're always on these little devices here, and we're we're you know we're going through these Instagram reels. That's why they have reels. I mean, these things are what five five to 10 second clips and then you scroll to the next one and then the next one so our attention spans are trained to be like five to ten seconds so we don't pay attention in church uh we can't sit in front of a bible and read for for five minutes because we right away we start thinking about other things you don't meditate we don't so yeah and i'm i'm included in that you know well, my commercial was 18 seconds man and i <laughs> it took two hours to record that bad boy you know? right right that's the attention span we have yeah yep. um, and even freedom at last right if i'm teaching the lesson and you've taught the lesson too um, you see people out there on their phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, come on. Like, well, this you, is 15 minutes. Well, you get that even in group, the small group. True, I've had, that's true. I've, that's seen true. People, I've seen people on Facebook texting and it's like, come on, man. Like, somebody sharing their heart. Put it away for 10 yeah, minutes, it's man. Yeah. It's, okay, it's okay to put that phone away for a little bit. Goodness gracious. All right. So uh, back to where we're, where we're going here. Um, so how should we act given that we were given this great gift of God's grace? What should it, what should it propel in us? Mm. Um, what should teaching? So what it should do is teach us that we are to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and that we should live a sober life. We should live a righteous life and we should be godly in this present world. And that present world applies to today's present world, right? It's not a, a world from the past or a world from that time frame, but it's, it's the present world we live in now. And that grace should propel us to say, okay, because of God's grace, it's going to teach us that we should live for Christ, live for God and deny the things of this world. Um, and we should have, we need hope and zeal because of God's grace. We need to live a life that is set apart from this world. Um, I was, I went to have dinner with Tom today. Tom's, Tom's birthday, the big six zero. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know if you want people to know that, Tom, sorry. <laughs> um, and he was telling me that he went to this church. I'm not going to say what, what the name of the church. And he said, it's much, um, they have church and they teach the word, but it's like, live as you were, come as you were, leave as you, you know, yep, yep. Uh, there's no change. There's no separation. Right, right. And that's not the, that's not what the grace of God should do to us. We should be separate, right? Um, we are to be seen as Christians and uh, be a light by living soberly, righteously in God in this present world. And we are not to blend in, but we are to stand out, um, mm-hmm. for good reasons, not bad reasons. Uh, God's act of love towards us ought to renew our love for him and live a life that is pleasing to him. And just to give you an example, you know, I love to shop. That's one of my favorite things to do in all the world. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I just, I enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe I'm lusting after things that I don't, I'm not going to buy whatever, but uh, I just like to go shopping. Um, I enjoy it. And uh, Rebecca and I were dating and it's not Rebecca's favorite thing to do in the world. She likes to go food shopping and I don't really care to go food shopping. I'll get steaks, chorizo and, um, Chicharrones and I'm out, you know, and 80 bucks later, you know, did you get the VIP steaks? I'm like, I just got whatever steaks look good in the package. She's like, oh my goodness. So anyway, um, we were shopping we were dating. So she was like trying to be nice to me. And so we went and I saw these black Tommy Hilfinger boots. Super nice. And I looked at them, they're like 125 bucks. And uh, I wrote a devotion about this. So if you read the devotional as well, forgive me, um, you'll hear this again. But um, so I wanted them, but they're 125 bucks. And I was like, eh, I was making eight bucks an hour. You know what I mean? At the time. And didn't kind of, didn't make sense to me to buy them. I liked them a lot, but weren't in my budget. And um, one night I came home and uh, Rebecca came home with me, whatever. And I went into the, run into my room and these boots were sitting on top, right in front of the center, right in the center of the room. And I was blown away. Like, wow, like you bought those for me like when did you buy it and she kind of told me and it's like if i could have married her then and there i would have married her then and there you know what i mean i just my love for her was renewed because of what she did for me because of that gift and it's kind of the picture that we have with jesus once you realize the grace that god's given us it should say man i gotta live i want to live for him i don't want to live for this world that's man what he did for me well, and I think we forget, right? Because, uh, you know, I got saved later in life. So, you know, when my, when I got saved, it was, uh, it was black and white. I mean, it, I was living a, a life of sin. I mean, I just utter sin. I mean, a destructive life. And, uh, when I got saved, I mean, the, the Lord just completely changed me. I mean, you know, I had a, I had a mouth that cursed like a sailor and the Lord took that away, you know, um, just other, other little things that I did. And, it, you know, just, it's amazing to see the transformation, 
uh, that the Holy Spirit does. I mean, almost immediately. I mean, obviously, it didn't take every single thing away, but but a lot of things. It was just it was just a change, and, and it was all it was all the Lord. I I mean, Amen. it's not me. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't think I have the power to to just stop cursing or just you know stop doing things like that. Um, but but uh, but just talking, just thinking through that, like man, he he brought me from what I used to be to, to just a, a child of God. I mean, the, the, having a relationship with the King of Kings and I still probably don't even comprehend that whole thing. Like I don't, I don't quite grasp it all, but, but man, what a, what an, it's, it's like the song amazing grace. It truly is amazing. Amen. It's like those oxy King commercials, right? Like the before and after and yeah, they, they, the grass stains are off, you know, the sin stains are off and you can see the contrast yeah. of the dirty garment and the clean garment. And that's what his righteousness, his after. grace yeah, does for us. Amen. That picture I think about, um, so just maybe has somebody ever given you a pair of black boots that you wanted, right? Has somebody ever done something nice for you? I hope so. Um, something that was thoughtful, right? Did you show appreciation for that mm. or did you just take it lightly and blow it off? Right. And there's some people that do that, but I hope you're not one of those. Right. Um, did you think you should take what God has done for you lightly, his grace who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, mm. zealous of good works. Was it a light thing that he gave himself for you? Glory to God that he redeemed us from our sin and called us to be a people that would be set apart and passionate and fervent with good works. I think of Jeff Gracious on steroids, right? Wow, that's a picture. That's exactly what I want you to see is somebody that's excited and on, on fire for God. And I, th- I think it's okay. You know, I think, um, you know, we, you know, we come in, we, like you said earlier, we're in a conservative church. and But I think it's okay to kind of see that excitement a little bit. You know, it's kind of it's kind of refreshing to see it because we don't sometimes see it, you know, we're not a church that claps, you know, we're not a church that does a lot of amens, you know, and, and we're a Baptist church and, and typically Baptist churches, you hear a lot of ameners or yeah. hallelujahs. And, and, uh, for some reason we're, it's kind of, our church is just kind of real, just calm, you know? And, and, uh, I think we kind of need a little fire. So when we had Mike Reddick there, uh, man, he was, he was, he was preaching it. He was bringing it hard. I remember, uh, Steve Pettit used to come when he, we did our evangelistic meetings and that was the first evangelist I had ever heard. Uh, and this wow. was back in like 2000, maybe seven, 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. And, uh, man, he came and I was, I was sitting on my seat. Like I, like I needed handles. Like he was just, <laughs> he was preaching. I was just kind of like, Whoa. like, I felt like I was on a roller coaster ride, bro. He was, he was bringing it, man. And, uh, but I, I loved it. Like it was good. It was just, it was cool to see that fire for the Lord. Um, and I think then a lot of churches were missing that. I, I, I went to, um, to a Christian concert recently. I bought a devotional there. Uh, and, uh, in, in the devotional, he talks about, you know, we go to church and we, we hear this great sermon. We hear a good sermon. Uh, and then we walk out the doors and, and there's no action. You know, we don't, we, I mean, we, we, we took it in and Hey man, Hey man, that was good. Uh, but we walk out and then, and then there's, there's zero action. And, uh, so it's like, we need some, we need some fuel and what do we, you know, it, and it's this, it's this grace of God. It's this salvation that we have and we just need to reflect on that and let that drive us. And we need to go out there and I mean, time is short right now, bro. Amen. And we need you to get, know we, need, coming. we need to get off our rear ends and move, but not change. You know what I mean? Right. We need to be moved and changed right. to, uh, right. to good works. Right. All right, brother, I think it's time for uh, one of those commercial breaks. All right, we'll be, we'll be back here, and uh, we'll continue the uh, conversation. Hello, this is Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You cannot change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom That Lasts is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addictions. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. If you would like to know more information about this important ministry, give us a call at 623-581-3115. And we're back. And uh, so we're continuing the conversation about um, Jesus and how we can be on fire for him. And uh, one one thing that um, that I know gets me kind of, kind of on fire, and I noticed uh, even recently when... Uh, when Mike was here preaching and and uh, uh, bringing us these really cool uh, uh, messages, even even Jaden, uh, you know, was kind of moved with uh, some of these messages. And one of the reasons why is because he was talking about Jesus is coming back. Mm, and, and, you know, Jesus uh, or, or I'm sorry, uh, you know, you know, our mission, our mission missionaries came to town and, and we had this missions conference. Uh, and it, it was really good to see how Jesus is is 
working in people's lives all around the world. Mm. Um, and, and that for me is also, it's kind of just fuel in the, you know, in, in the motor here, you know, to, to get me going. Um, because I think we sort of have this, this tunnel vision, you know, we tend to, to just kind of be focused on what is, what God is doing in our personal lives. And, and, you know, you know, we're not privy to the big picture, you know, even in America, right. We're not thinking worldwide. Well, in America, we're just so blessed and, and, and we're not, you know, there's not a lot of destruction over here. We're not in a war, you know, uh, I know we had just Hurricane Ian, but here in Phoenix, I mean, we, the worst thing we had was, you know, 60 mile an hour winds yesterday. That haboob or whatever had, that was. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that, you know, knocked a couple branches off. I mean, so we're not really suffering here. Um, so yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we need, we need some motivation. Uh, I think the, these, you know, the, the hurricane over in, in Florida, I bet you that's making people think a little bit, right? I mean, they're thinking about, wow, man, my, I could have, I could have died there. Right? Man, this destruction, like, am what's, I ready? what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Am I ready? Gets you thinking about some, some things. Um, the one, the one thing, uh, that I heard at this missions conference that really, uh, lit my fire, uh, is that people are still getting saved. Amen. Uh, the world seems to be, uh, right now, to, to me, uh, as in the days of Noah, but God is still in the business of saving people from their sin. Uh, we heard about uh, Muslims coming to Christ in droves. Uh, you, you know, we, we heard about uh, people in Mexico and, and South America that are, you know, coming to Christ and becoming pastors, uh, you know, starting new churches in, you know, in, in, uh, in, in these various countries. And so it's just, it's amazing to see what God is doing uh, in different parts of the world. I think what, what struck me too, man, when he talked about the Muslims coming to Christ is how that Allah is a conditional God, right? You have to meet these conditions. Right, right. And our God is not no. a God of conditions, right? No. He loves us perfectly no matter what. Right. I thought that would a stark contrast and that's what people are getting saved because of that truth. That God doesn't require you to jump through these hoops. He just right. requires that you accept his free gift of his son. Right. No, and then that's and that's absolutely true. I think that was that was phenomenal. I think uh, the other thing that was really neat about uh, what Mike was talking about, the Muslims, is um, they're having dreams. Uh, oh, yeah. The Lord is talking to them via dreams, and, and they're, they'll have Muslims that just show up at a church, and, and, and you know, the pastor will say, well, why are you here? And he, they'll say, well, Jesus told me in a dream to come here. And uh, these guys are getting saved. I, you know, he, he did mention that um, Islam is one of the fastest growing religions, but that the conversion from Islam to Christianity is also very, very fast. It's, very, it's happening in, in all kinds of different parts of the world, and it's happening. You won't hear that in the media, you know what I mean? No, no, <laughs> in the fake media, right? Yeah. <laughs> fake news. Speaking of, you know, I, I typically don't watch the news, um, but I'm on Twitter, and you know, I do subscribe to a couple of podcasts, and they talk about current events. Um, and, and it sounds pretty bad out there. You know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of things going out there, going on out there. You know, they're talking about, uh, nuclear strikes, uh, the market crashing gas prices are going up, which we just recently saw that, uh, they're talking about food shortages and, uh, you know, and if I'm not careful, this, these types of things can bring sorrow to my soul. My soul can be brought down. Noisy. It's a noisy soul, <laughs> as Jim Berg would say. Yes. Uh, but I believe our time is short and I yeah. believe that Satan is hard at work right now, bringing destruction to people's lives. I mean, I've seen that uh, destruction in happening in, in, in various uh, friends of mine that's happening in very uh, close relationships that I have. Um, but there's two things that keep my sanity every day. People are still getting saved. Amen. And Jesus is coming back Amen. soon. Uh, you know, Jaden, uh, it's interesting. Uh, lately, well, even even with the missions conference, you know, he was talking about, it just kind of got him thinking. Your son. Your son yeah, Jayden, my yeah. son Jaden. You know, he's thinking like, you know, how can we what can we do in our community? You know, he's talking about, well, you know, when we go on our walks, we just carry some tracks. And if we see somebody, let's, let's give him a track. Let's invite him to church. Um, but he's been having dreams also of, of uh, rapture, of the rapture happening. He had one dream one night where he, I think he thought he was left behind and, and he's had several of these dreams and these dreams have been uh, recent in recent days. And it's just, it has him, it has his soul stirred right now. I think he's really thinking about these things. Um, and, and so for first Thessalonians four thirteen through 18 says this, it says, but we do not want you to be uninformed brothers about those who are asleep that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope for since we believe that Jesus died on and rose again, even, even so though Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep for we, for this, we declare to you a word from, from the Lord that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. 
For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And, and yeah, the, the, the Apostle Paul here, he's talking about the rapture of the church. And so these, these are kind of the dreams that Jaden has been having. But notice the end of the verse. The Apostle Paul is telling us to encourage or, or comfort one another with these words. And I think it's so true. I mean, we, we see this craziness going on in the world. But, man, I think about Jesus coming back. And, man, I mean, what's going to be better than that? I mean, we're going we're gonna to be in eternity with, with our Lord and Savior. Uh, and, so, and so Jesus' return or, or, or the, the idea of his return, it should light a fire in us. I mean, Jaden, you know, he's talking about, he's, he's been talking about the last couple of days. He's like, you know, I saw the clouds today and those clouds, I'm wondering if that's what it's going to look like when Jesus comes back. And he's thinking about these things. You know, I, I hadn't thought of that. And we saw some, you know, crazy clouds the other day with the, with the haboob that came in, but he was thinking those things. You know, so, so time is short and we need to tell our family, we need to tell our friends about the gospel. You know, we, we can't just let a, a fire ignite in us when we go to church, you know, get, let the, uh, the mission missionary guy or, or the pastor get us all fired up and then, and then let it burn out. You know, we need to be busy about sharing the good news. Amen. And, and, but even if he doesn't come in our lifetime, uh, you know, I, I want to leave an impact, not, not so that my name's remembered, but so that the others might know the name of Jesus. Amen, Ben. And Pastor talked this Sunday about William Carey and how um, we used to talk about William Carey. And I think he says he's the father of modern missions. And that's that name, right? And it's we associate William Carey with the mission field right. and with, with right. God. And I think that's what your your legacy of, you know, Ben. And, and that's what I think is cool about the podcast is that we can be long gone from this world, but they'll, yeah. they'll have the audio yep. files of yep. God's truth and God's word Amen. that will go on. And our children can go back to you know, how Jesus worked in our own lives uh, through this podcast. Um, and I don't know how much time, you know, I have left on the earth. You don't know how much time you have left on the That's earth. Right. But I do look for his appearing and second coming, right? I'd rather be not be put in a casket and put in formaldehyde <laughs> if I can help it, right? Um, if you ask me, I'd rather not. But uh, right, right, And you right, also right. know I, I sleep facing the east because I'm ready to roll. Uh, I don't have to turn around. I don't have to get straight now. I twist, whatever. When I hear the trumpet, boom, I'm out east. I'm already facing looking him. Um, but as we, as our eyes, um, as we live this life, our eyes need to be on the prize of eternity as we look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, not on the, what we can make in our money or what, what position we can get at work or, you know, if I get voted to be a deacon or not, and what do people think of me at church, but our, our eyes should be focused on eternity. And, you know, when that time comes, it's going to come for us quicker than we ever thought it would. Are we ready to to meet him? Are we even as a Christian ready to? Are we going to be caught up in doing the right thing, or will God find us doing something that's not mm. that's sinful? Yeah. Um, he started it all by submitting to the will of his Father. Jesus did. And where was Jesus focused? What was his focus as he died for us? What was what was he thinking about? His focus was on us as the, the joy that he did it joyfully that he died for us. The joy that was set before him. Um, Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author. So he looking unto him as the example that he was the author of our faith and the finisher of our faith. And he's the author now. And when we get to heaven, that'll be the finisher of the fulfillment of the promise. Um, who for the joy that was set before him because of the joy, mm. he endured the mm. cross in that suffering for us, uh, despising the shame, right? This, he was naked. He was whipped. Um, how, yeah. how embarrassing that would be. And he is, but now he, because of that, he sat down at the right hand of the Amen. throne of God. Yep. He endured the cross in obedience to the Father and for the love he had for us. Yeah, those are some of my favorite verses, uh, Hebrews uh, 12, 1 and 2. And just uh, talking about running that race of life. Yeah. Uh, it's a race, and it's, uh, you know, somebody, I think a, a preacher once said, it's not a, uh, what do they call it? The, what's the long race that they do? Marathon? It's a marathon. It's not a, it's not a sprint, you know. So. Not a 5K. Yeah, it's not not definitely not a five k. No, <laughs> no, no, not three point one, but the twenty six. The five k is a little long for me, brother. I don't know, man. I, I did the Pat Tillman running. Woo, the four point two running is not my thing. <laughs> it's a love hate relationship, Ben. It is. It is more it's hate than love. More hate than love for me, bro. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, so so what I want to do is I just I want to go back to our our key verses, and I want to talk about the last uh, the last verse of of our uh, series of key verses, which is Titus three fourteen. He says who gave himself for us to redeem us from all 
all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own position who are zealous for good works. I want to talk about being zealous for Jesus. And that's, Amen. that's the thing here. Um, Jesus redemption of his people should make us je- zealous, not jealous, zealous, uh, for God and, and zealous to do good works. You, you see, it's the, it's the gospel that motivates us and drives us to be zealous and to love God. Uh, John 14, 15 says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Um, and it was the apostle Paul who told us that, that we're saved for the purpose of good works. So notice I did not say that we're saved by our good works. Amen. Our good works do not save us, but Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection Amen. saved me. That's the gospel. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Okay, that's that's how you get saved. And this is not of your own doing. It's the gift of God. It's not the result of works so that no one may boast. For we are who? His, Jesus' workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for what? for good works, Amen. which God pre- prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So Christian, if you are living hopelessly or complacent, I pray that you would reflect on the gospel and what Jesus has done for you. And I pray that the gospel would move you and motivate you to do what God has created you to do. And, and if you're listening to this podcast and 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 uh, you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, it's simple. Jesus died. He was buried. He rose on the third day. You must repent of your sin and believe placing your dependence on Jesus and not your good works mm-hmm. and you will be saved. And then your salvation will drive you to obedience and do good works for God. Amen. So Ben, as we talked about earlier, like we talked about moved and being changed. So what will you do with this amazing grace? What will you do with this, with this, uh, hopefully a renewed zeal to live for God? Will you trust him as your Lord and savior? Maybe as Ben spoke earlier, or do you, do you even know him and you have a personal relationship with him? Will you accept him and the gift of his son or will you take it lightly and ignore what he has done for you? Mm. So how about you, Christian? Will you take his act of grace lightly? Will your love for him be renewed today? Will you find yourself in church this Sunday to worship him? Will you live a life that is pleasing to him? Will you deny ungodliness and worldly lust and live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world? May our focus be on eternity as we are looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Abundant Life podcast. Remember, you can visit us at AbundantLife.fm. You can get a, cop- or get a copy of our show notes. Uh, you can also get some resources. We've got, uh, we've got a lot of stuff on our website. You can also donate to our, our camera fund uh, if the Lord moves you to that. Uh, but we just want to thank you for listening. And uh, we love you guys, and we will see you in the next episode. All right. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.